the Samsung Neo QLED 8K TV featuring incredible color volume with 8K AI upscaling powered by 20 neural networks on an impossibly slim screen is the kind of TV that's so visually astounding, so unfathomably well-designed, it has to be seen to be believed. Don't believe me? Well, okay then. Radio has its limits. Samsung Neo QLED 8K, unreasonably good. Hey man, what's going on? This is your boy JR Bang, and I have been toying with creating a podcast for quite a while. I know you hear me on the first Black Champ with Camp Quotes. You hear me from time to time on Banging on Lunch Tables um, with Camp Quotes and um, and Mike Jones. Um, so I figured that we need to kick some things off and get to a different level. So if you notice, when you when I put stuff on Facebook, if you follow me on Facebook at JR Bang or at JR Davis, whatever, I put some dude about some stuff. The reason why is because hot takes, a lot of cats want to do hot takes. They want to throw out hot takes. I might have a hot take um, or one of my homies might have a hot take. So I decided to go ahead and create a podcast with one of my homies called Hot Take. Now, before I introduce this homie, I'm going to give y'all a hot take from him. And he's going to follow it up when I say who is some dude. He's going to follow it up by who he is. All right. So this homie of mine uh, put up this joint that you've been seeing on social when it comes to like rappers, you overrated, underrated. That they like, secretly like to listen to, favorite rapper of all time, and GOAT. And he says what he said, and he ain't changing for nobody. So, his, this rapper that he believes is overrated, and his answer will always and forever be Jay Electronica and Andre 3000. Rappers he think is underrated, which we definitely will get into, is Logic. Um, <laughs> rappers he like currently is the Baby and Meg the Stallion. Rapper he currently secretly likes to listen to, man, gone. Um, his favorite rapper of all time is Jay-Z and Marshall Mathers. His GOAT is Jay-Z and Marshall Mathers. He said what he said, debate your mother, some dude. Some dude is. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy Mike B. <laughs> hey, look, dog. What's what's good? First of all, yeah, I'm in the building, and uh, JR Bank, I appreciate that intro, and I appreciate I you for bringing me on. And yeah, let's get into this. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't change hot takes for nothing. If anybody knows, and they know me, I'm good for the hot takes. I, I, and when, when we talk about hot takes, we, we, it's pretty much like you know, opinions that aren't very popular. It's not yeah. a popular opinion. Nine times out of ten, you're probably gonna have at least a good over 50, 60 percent percentage of people that's going to disagree with you okay. and at the end of the day i don't really care and because it is what it is you know what i'm saying but that's why they call it a hot take and right, it can so be discussed before, so before we go to these hot takes um i want to talk to you about debate your mother and where did that come from because you use that a lot and you know what though and i i, I the debate your mother thing is pretty much like my way of letting you know that I'm not going to debate back with you. What I said is what I said, and it's stamped, and it's official. You know, it's pretty much like, you know, that's my way of getting out of having a back and forth with you because at the end of the day, whatever it is, the opinion you have about what I just said, it's not going to change. 
anyway. But, I mean, hip-hop is about the bass, right? <laughs> Indeed. But, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the, the debates, they get out of hand. And people just like to take the debates too seriously and everything like that. So, I really just don't want to waste my good, valuable typing time on Facebook to okay. go back and forth with you about something that I really feel is bond. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's, so we that's just gonna go ahead and get right. We're gonna get right to it. Logic. Exactly. So, Underrated. Logic is under look, to, 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 all right. I need to I need to get a good understanding of why you guys are sleep on logic. This no, dude, I want you this I want dude you to give can, us under, Yeah, go ahead. This guy can rap. Okay? Now I, I I and and what I started to notice was also was like when when Logic had first came out, people was comparing him to like Making making it seem like he sounded like a uh, like an off brand Kendrick and Cole, but I really don't see it. I I think he has his own flow, his own style, and he he got crazy bars, Joe. Like so, I really feel like he's underappreciated when it comes to to this this hip hop thing. Like he's really overlooked, and he and he actually has a crazy fan base. So I need to understand why is Logic one of those guys that's actually looked over as one of the top MCs in this game right now. Okay, so first off, before I go any further, um, on these podcasts, it's going to be some stuff in the background that's going to make it the ambiance, so I don't want nobody to be listening to be like, it's people talking in the background. My son is playing damn Mario Brothers. Can y'all hear it? Can can you hear it in my background? Oh, yeah. It's y'all barbecuing? I think you OG cooking right now. She getting it going. I'm hating a little bit. Yeah, but we gonna. I, I don't really like this. You know, we, we we gonna. That's okay. But not nah, logic. No, nah, I'm hating a little bit because <laughs> I, I I miss home. I now now here's first off. I am currently in the DMV. Um, I am in um the Maryland area, and Logic is from this area. All right, so yeah, so is, get, he's from the DMV. All and right? that's that's crazy. You say that. So give me. So what is what is the logic? You know, uh, buzz going around that Ain't area no right now. Like, Ain't are no you buzz. serious? I can't. I, I find that I find that hard to believe. So when Logic comes to the town, he ain't selling out shows. He's gonna sell out a show, as you said. He has a fan base. I remember being in St. Louis and not hearing shit about Logic, and like no radio play, no nothing like that. And he sold out one of their bigger venues. Right. So like artists like Logic, G Easy, are always going. Are damn they gonna sell out every venue they go to, whether they get radio play or not? Now you heard the two names that I said, right? You said what do they got in, Yeah, what do they got in common? They white. Okay, so they gonna sell out. Now, see, this is my thing, though. But see, it's a difference between just being a white rapper and a good white rapper. G Easy, G Easy is not a good white rapper. Logic is a good rapper. He actually knows how to rap. He's good and, at rapping. And I'm not gonna say that Logic can't rap. I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm not gonna be that dude and be like. He huffed, because he's not. Logic can rap. I bought a Logic album. Um, it's the last one that Freddie Gibbs was yelling at everybody about <laughs> with the cover and shit. I forgot the name of it. He's just not somebody that hits me, that gets I don't connect with him. Let's just put it like that. And I believe that the majority of the people that you come at, that you get mad when they don't put Logic in they, in they top whatever, is mainly because... They just don't connect with homie. I feel he's, I feel he's the Sean King of rap. Hmm. And and by Sean King, I mean the dude that be on the radio and be on social spread, like sharing all of the 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 um the Black Lives Matter shit. The right. dude that be sharing the police brutality shit. 
um i did a like we did an interview with him and i had one of the comments say there's a white dude pretending to be black that's logic to me indeed okay and so i don't connect with him and being that i don't connect with him it's hard for me to fuck with him lyrically or to just like to listen to him i'll give you an example right one artist who i really didn't give a chance to even though i liked his music i didn't really give a full chance to until he died was mac miller and i regret it 2009 is one of my favorite songs now um it hits me because a lot of stuff changed within me 10 years ago 2009 um i probably wouldn't be doing this shit if it wasn't for 2009 because that's when i started school and really started pursuing this this broadcasting shit heavy Mm-hmm. Logic don't hit me with shit. It seems like he's always trying to prove some shit, and he don't have to. I I see where you're coming from, and I'm I'm glad you brought up that Mac Miller thing too because I remember when Mac Miller first came out on the I think I believe his first album was called Blue Slide Park. I was yeah. I was rocking with that one, and then kind of like his music after that, his few few albums after that, I really didn't vibe with. And then he came out with the joint with um with Anderson Pack, the um I forgot the name of that joint, but that joint was rocking and that album was rocking. And then I kind of like it was like Mac Miller was hit and miss to me. And then when he passed, I didn't really, I didn't even, I'm not even gonna lie, I'm not that guy. I didn't listen to to the Swimming album before he passed, and then I listened to it after, and I right. appreciated it the same way you did. Just like you said, you appreciated Mac Miller afterwards. That's the same way I feel about him now. Now logic i mean i understand what you're saying i do i do think on certain subjects he does push the the biracial thing down our throats a little bit like that (laughs) exactly you know he does push that narrative on us a lot but at the end of the day see i don't i don't i guess i listen to music differently than other people like a lot of people just really they dig too much they dig too deep into the content and just doesn't enjoy the music just enjoy it i i'm that type of guy that i just like to enjoy it i you know if it's the, if the production is fire if the bars is up the par you know what i'm saying delivery is nice we you 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 got me as a fan okay and that's how that's how i'm rolling with certain artists certain artists like you know, when it comes to logic yeah i know he talks about blah 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 blah, blah. but at the end of the day the man can flow he got bars and that's that's just my take on it. I mean, he can rap. Yes, he can rap. I, I just don't need you to tell me that you're black. <laughs> I don't. I know it. I know you mixed. Or at least I think you mixed. I, yeah, you I, know what? It, it, it's really. I, I'm really on the fence about it too because he really straight looked like a white boy. You know boy, what I mean? Be like I'm black too. I have black friends. He that <laughs> logic is the equivalent of I have black friends. I have a black friend. We go to work with each other. I have a black right. friend. He lives next door. He invites me to his barbecues. Right. I, I have a black friend. We play <laughs> NBA 2K together. That's logic when he raps. He so can rap. Is, but logic also, not inv- is, is Logic invited to the barbecue? I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. He He's, he's invited to the barbecue. Yes, he's invited to the barbecue. Okay. All right. I just but, want to make sure. But. He is the dude who wants to show and tell everybody that he's black, too. And he does not have to do that. And that's my only issue with logic. But can he rap? Yes, he can. But I also believe that with some rappers, you have to connect with them on a different level. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's logic's problem. If logic stopped trying to prove shit and just rap, 
then he would be bigger on the black side of things. Because mm-hmm. J. Cole mixed. Do really? Lives, yeah. His man, I got to do my history. I got to do some history his on mama that. White, Mike, his mama white as hell, fam. His dreads is real kinky, his, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, side. Okay. All right. He's uh-huh. from his daddy's side. He was raised by his white mama. <sighs> his white mama. If you look at 2000, was that 20, 2014 Forest Hills Drive? It's about his white mama and him. Right. We ain't got to okay. hear him talking about how he got. He definitely doesn't. Right. His white mama, his white cousins, white this, white that. I believe in fighting for equality because I'm black too. Yeah. It just don't it, it don't seem genuine, but but yeah, that's 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 your logic on logic. Um, mine, so 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 you won't think that I'm out here just picking on you. Mine's is Megan Thee Stallion. So I believe that Megan Thee Stallion is severely underrated. Now, okay, now I this is where me and you we we don't agree on. Now I don't feel she's underrated because I don't think she's she's in it. She hasn't been right. in the game long enough. To be underrated, I don't oh, think. Oh, oh, okay. I think she could. That's why. That's why I said I picked her as just one of the uh, the rappers that I like currently. I think we haven't we haven't heard enough of Megan yet to feel like she's underrated, overrated. But she's definitely she's definitely one of those rappers that's likable to everybody right now. That's my thing. Hello, are you there? Okay, yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay, you good? Okay. Now. No, no. So here's my thing about Megan as my as my son uh, cry a little bit because he's looking at me crazy. Uh, but here's my thing about Megan. And Megan can rap. I think mm-hmm. that's been proven. Indeed. And you're right. She ain't been in the game that long. I think the thing is with Megan is because Megan pops her ass. Mm-hmm. And because she wears um, beautiful, scantily clad outfits mm-hmm. that people don't take her rapping seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you heard what Jermaine Dupree said a couple of weeks ago. Um, he was talking oh, about how can we can we talk about that too? We need to no, we gonna talk that. about that because I'm I I, I want to I'm bringing that up for this reason. Like Jermaine Dupree okay. said that you know there's not women in rap that he feels or some shit like that. Just paraphrasing, um, but it's the women that I guess has been brought to his attention, and I get that mm-hmm. because I had a debate with somebody that said, well. It's Rhapsody out there, and it's Tierra Whack and all of that stuff. And while mm-hmm. I believe that Rhapsody is one of the best rappers, period, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think like Rhapsody is on Jermaine Dupri's radar or no. or Tierra Whack because they're while like Rhapsody was nominated for a Grammy, and um, I know I have an unpopular opinion that said that Rhapsody did have the best album that year by a close margin. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jay-Z had 444, Kendrick had Damn, but mm-hmm. I think by the closest of margins, her album was better than Jay-Z's. Not by mm-hmm. much, but mm-hmm. by the closest of margins, I believe that her album was better. But with that being said, Jermaine Dupree is not going to be at the crib, you know, with Rhapsody, you know, in his ear. But if he looks on social media, if he looks on TV, he's going to see Cardi, he's going to see Nicki, he's going to see Megan Thee Stallion. All of them wear certain amounts of clothes. They dress a certain type of way. So it's probably going to be something that he doesn't feel, especially when he brings out an artist like The Brat, who um, the first time we ever seen like cleavage from her or some shit is a King Magazine joint where we was like, damn, The Brat thick as hell, and we didn't know it. And then she did the joint with Tyrese, the video. Oh, yeah. Yes. What do you like? 
Yep, exactly. Now, they, they definitely, Jermaine Dupree was real premature on that statement, too, because, like you said, and I think it, it ain't even really Megan. Does Megan rap about stripping? Does she like, She doesn't strips? rap about stripping, but she raps about getting that pussy ate. Exactly. She raps about taking dick. Um, she raps about basically she's the female version of any rapper that you hear that raps about fucking hoes and getting money. Exactly. Just she, in reverse. Just in reverse. Just in reverse. But at but the end I, of the day, though, but I, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. But I feel well, I, I, go ahead. I, can, I can understand why you say that she's underrated because, she, like you said, everybody's focused on the things she does on social media, and they really don't appreciate her rap skills because she definitely has them. That's yeah. what that's why I, I that's why I can feel you at. But my thing is that I just feel like she hasn't been in the game long enough to be looked at as underrated or overrated. But I see where you at with it though. I mean, look, it's my opinion. You know I see where you. I see, I see. I see where you at I, with it. I see where you I'm at with it. I'm some dude right here. But that's the reason why. And to 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 digress a bit. Uh, what was your like? What was your true thoughts when you heard Jermaine Dupri say what the fuck he said? I feel like he just he didn't. I know what he was trying to say, but he didn't word it correctly. He he, he, he didn't say it. it didn't, he didn't come out. He didn't come out saying it the right way. He pretty much was like, "Yeah, everybody's rapping about these females rapping about the same thing." Like, dude, it's so many. Fe- it's it's a way more female rappers than you really think right now. That's that's doing their thing, and that's kind of like semi like popping. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got Dreezy. You know, say shout out to Dreezy. She from the shy. You know what I'm saying? She. You know, you got Cash Doll as well. You know, but I think he was really just focused on Megan, City Girls, and Cardi. I think that's who he was pretty much aiming at. He didn't really, but we, that's why I said that statement was very premature when he said it. So, you know, it's like, Jermaine Dupree, you got to do your homework, dog. So, Everybody ain't rapping about the same thing, dog. All so real this, ass, this. real ass bitch, don't give a fuck about a nigga ain't a bar? <laughs> that's what you're telling me? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a bar. It is. It is. Okay, what was the exact statement that Jermaine Dupree said? Can, can you, can, do you remember end quote? Do you, like, do I, you, I, I, I don't have the quote in front of me. But he cleared it up. Actually, he did a um, he did an interview with um our morning show out here. Yeah, and he talked about that statement and um how he said they were really only talking about the women that you talked about. But I think the funniest shit that came out of this is not even the freestyles with the women and doing the so 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 deaf females um cipher. I don't know if you caught it this week. He said that those women should start their own genre of hip hop called um, like strap hop or some shit. What? See, I didn't catch yeah. that. I think I need to get on the internet a little more. After the yeah. show, we 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 on. We on. Don't worry about it. I'm finna <laughs> I'm finna catch back up on all this nonsense. But yeah, I, yeah, I stra- like strap hop or some shit. <laughs> and all I thought of is like porn and like. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Hey, but man, see, this I, the thing though. I, I don't think. But at the end of the day, though, I think Megan is in a good place because she really got people looking at her and she working with the right people. So I feel like Megan's content is gonna get better. Like it's gonna grow, and you know we're, we're gonna hear a little bit okay. more. I have a question for you because I know you more than anybody, as you said, just listen to rap for the skill and all of that shit, right? Mm-hmm. And. You are notoriously known to me, other than, you know, you talking about hip-hop, as somebody who's, like, applauded female rappers like Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Indeed. 
I remember, like, you were the, like, you were one of the few men I know that listened to the pink print and was like, yo, she rapping on there. You got to listen to it. <laughs> now, here's, and I'm just going to throw this out here when it comes to, like, Nicki Minaj. Um, I, pink print was probably the first female rap album I listened to front to back. So I'll tell you guys right now who's listening to um, our first ever episode. I don't listen to female rap like that. Nicki Minaj Pink Print was the first one. I know. I wait, did wait, not wait, listen. wait, 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 Go wait, wait, wait. You said yeah. that's the first hip hop female album that you listened to. What you mean? Like from front to back. Ever? Ever. Wow. No, wait, no, so no little Kim albums. Nope. Now I listened to his pieces of it, not the whole album. Bang. Are you I, uh, I, I stopped quit. listening. I stopped listening when she said I used to be scared of the dick. I'm like, I'm not into that. <laughs> It's not for me. So you, wow, we gonna talk off air about this. That's a that's another. No, we can talk about this shit now. That's what this platform is for. Hardcore. You really never nope. like front to back hardcore. Nope. No, no ill nah nah. I'm I'm disgusted. No I'm what was E's first album? First nope. for Rough Riders first lady. Nope. That's I'm shocked. Scorpion. Nope. Scorpion was heat. It, nope. it, it, Scorpion was heat. Eve's second, uh, first album was nope. heat. I uh, like them in spots. Look, check this MC out. MC Light, cha cha cha. Kim got some, ass on. Kim Kim got fired though. The first her first three albums. But what is she talking about on now? Wait, Kim 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 is okay. Her first album was pretty much like was was like was what, what Megan was like kind of what what Megan and Cardi. And everybody's talking about right now, but at the end of the day, Kim was a better MC. Kim so, can Kim could flow better than but, all of them. But when did when did um look Kim Hardcore come out? What was that? Ninety seven? Not let's say ninety six. I think it was ninety six. Ninety six. I was fourteen. I was a very immature <laughs> Me too misogynist. Me too. Mis- but- mis- I don't know any fourteen year old that grew up in nineteen ninety six that wasn't misogynistic. I understand what you're saying. So, so I wasn't, that, tra- that, 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 I wasn't trying to hear that shit. I wasn't <laughs> trying to hear that shit. I, I like the poster. Put that but, bitch in your locker. I think at the time, I think what happened was I probably went back and did my homework on Lil' Kim like at the time when I was like old enough to really understand what she was rapping about. I'm and glad now. That's Pause. why I... Pause. I'm glad that you said that. Because there's a lot of fucking revisionist history going on with a lot of female rapping shit. Mm-hmm. All these niggas. Now, here's the thing. If I don't get on you with your opinion, mainly because I don't hear a lot of revisionist history from you, mm-hmm. all right? But from a lot of these other niggas, you can't tell me that you was listening to Lil' Kim when you was 14 fucking years old. You're lying. You wasn't. You probably beat off to that motherfucking poster. This nigga crazy. You <laughs> he know me. You beat off to that fucking poster. That's what the fuck you did to Lil' Kim. You jagged off to the fucking poster. That's what you did. You wasn't listening to Lil' Kim. You listened to No Time because of the video on Rap City. That's the only video I remember from that fucking album. That's one of the only songs that I could totally remember because I listened to the song on Rap City. But I used to be scared of the dick. I'm like, nah, I'm not listening to that shit. But where the post at? Where the post at? No motherfucker was sitting up here at 14, 15 years old listening to a whole goddamn Foxy Brown album. You was like shorty, shorty with the dark skinned girl with the titties. 
That's what you said. And she was I, in the can you take you home. Nobody was listening to that to female rappers for bars, maybe until they got out of high school. Maybe 1920. I don't believe any nigga who was 14 or 15 when Look Him Hardcore came out talking about I was listening to that shit with bars. No. What your ass did was when you got older, you either revisited that shit mm-hmm. or because you like the shit that you did when you was younger and you want to support all the shit that you were supporting when you was younger, you're going to cape for the shit because that shit came out during your adolescence. Okay. I can damn near guarantee you a lot of niggas that we know. I'm not going to talk about no industry niggas or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas we know. Who be on that back in the day shit? And this ain't just because of Lil Kim. This is for a whole bunch of other shit. I could damn near guarantee a lot of these niggas who be caping for a lot of shit that came out between 1993 to 1997 ain't listened to half of the shit that came out from 1993 to 1997 because you had to buy the shit. You have to spend money. Mm-hmm. You had to go to Sam Goody, Music Land. And all that shit and spend fucking fourteen ninety nine to a dub on a goddamn CD and that's it. This ain't streaming where you could just go pop up. Or what you did was you went to the little CD joint right. and just listened to the two songs that they allow you to listen to. Motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. Niggas wasn't niggas, niggas was not at their crib listening to Lil Kim talking about this bitch cold nineteen ninety six. <laughs> At 13, 14, 15 years old, you beat off, you, you jagged off to the poster. I look, I, I, I agree with you and I disagree with you. <laughs> okay, I agree with you. Go. Now, I disagree with you on the fact that, you know what I'm saying, her first album, Hardcore, I think, like, because you're older than me. So, when 96, I might have been 10, 10 years old. So, now, this is what I disagree with you at. My parents used to buy me these albums, not the hardcore. Her second say, album, Mike. her second album, her second album, Notorious K.I.M. I have, I still have the hard copy. How was you? How old was you when you got that album from your parents? I was in high school. Cool. I was in high school. I was in high school. I was in high school. Fifteen. What age? Fourteen. So Fifteen. Mama Cool bought you the Notorious my, K.I.M. It, 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 it might have been. It might have been. It might have been my old man might have bought it for me. Now, why your old man old, buy it for you? I don't know. He's a perv. To beat off to the goddamn (laughs) shit inside. (laughs) No, Joe, look, Joe, I appreciated hip-hop music back then. Some people, you know what I'm saying, I appreciated Kim back then, Joe. I'm trying to tell you, dog. I appreciated Kim back then, too. Kim is the GOAT, but I listened to the whole album. And then her third album, La Bella Mafia, that's when, you know what I'm saying, the Junior Mafia, They when they broke up, you know, everything like that. The Jump Off, right? The Jump Off, yes. How old was you? So, what year did it come out? I can't remember. I I, 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 don't, I have to get notes in front of me. La, you know what I'm saying? Bella, La, La Bella Mafia, Mafia came. La Bella Mafia might have came out in like 2000. 2003. How old were you? 2003. How old were you? 2000. I was uh, 17, 18, Okay. Yeah. So I was rocking with La Bella Mafia then. We was rocking. Listen. Nope. You weren't listening to it. I was. I was there. I was out there. When it comes to Lil Kim. When we, it, it, little Kim, when it comes to Little Kim, I was there. I was okay. there. You know what? I so, now now any other female rappers? Eve too. Eve. I had Eve first album. Hard. Co- I had the hard copy of Eve first album too. I had I had Rough Rider, Rough Riders First Lady. I had that album. 
They got a man. Got a man. It, look, check this out, yo. The, the first record, the first record on that album, on the Eve album, was this joint with Dragon. It was the joint you know, with Dragon. You knew the words, love. You knew the words, love is blind. Love is, of course, with faith. Yes, yes, yes. We rocking. We rocking. I'm sorry. I can't. I have to disagree with you on that, bang. You, you knew the words. Even Kim, I don't really love I'm, you, but I what she say? I don't really love you, but I hate you. You, you was, you was rapping about you, you know rapping the words about domestic violence. That's you all know I know. The words. I wasn't That's rapping about it. No, 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 no. I wasn't rapping about it. I was listening to it though. I, I used to make to fun it. of that song. I was an asshole and misogynistic at that age, and you know? I'm not gonna lie, but I was love is blind. That, I used to make fun of that song. You wild, you wild. And it was not, about domestic violence. Not even know at that time. You right, you right. So you I, rapping I, I, about domestic violence. I wasn't rapping about domestic violence. I was listening to the words about domestic violence. I wasn't like singing it out loud, but I know I had that album though. Oh, that so first wait a album. So let me ask you this, because I know where you went to school at. Because I went <clears> there for six months. <clears throat> went there for six months. So you you was one of them niggas that went back to school like, yo, I got that Eve album, nigga. I probably didn't tell anybody I had it, but I had it though. Oh. <laughs> so okay. I probably had I I, I probably didn't tell anybody. But, okay, so you bought the album. You probably didn't tell niggas, but you was like, I got that new Wu album, Black Flag. <clears throat> Dang, you, you come, look, look, Joe, look. What? I'm, I'm, what I'm, okay, can we, can we switch the subject back? Let's go back to the pink print. <laughs> let's talk about the pink print. Let's, let's fast forward to what you're saying now. So now we grown, we listening to the pink print, and I know you was one of the casters like, yo, pink print was one of the best albums. Was one of the best albums of that year? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And I listen to it front to back. First of all, and before I even get into that, I listen to every Nicki Minaj album front to back. Her first album. And then Roman Reloaded. The I'm a fan of Nicki. I think Nicki is the the coldest rapper, female rapper ever. Okay. When it comes to straight, when we talking about Nicki might be on she might be the GOAT of female rapper. And she the, I, the, the every, Go ahead. I won't go deny ahead. that. I'm just I'm just gonna say I won't deny that. All right, so where we at with this Pink Print album, though? So what are we talking about here? I didn't like it, dude. I didn't like the Pink Print album. I like, admit Nicki Minaj is the best female rapper of all time to me because of her mixtapes. Because in 2005, I was listening to some of Wayne mixtapes and shit, and then mm-hmm. the chick came on that she was rapping her ass off. And I'm not saying that Nicki can't rap. I'll be lying my ass off. I, it, the, the, I, will, be fully ca- I will be fully capping. To say that she can't rap. Mm-hmm. But my immaturity was never going to allow me to listen to any Nicki Minaj full album because she's not going to rap about what I'm into. But see, how would you know that if you don't listen? That's the part that's... Okay, that's, so that's, what, what was she rapping about on Pink Print? Dude, first of all, Pink Print is like one of her more mature albums. You know what I'm saying? Know. When, you, when, you, when you listen to the intro... The first the, on the intro, you know what I'm saying? She's talking about, you know what I'm saying, her little brothers, you know what I'm saying, her mom and all that stuff like that. It really wasn't even when so you listen what, to her. Matter of fact, let me pause. Pause, pause, pause. I'm gonna mm-hmm. ask a better question here. I'm gonna ask a better question on the first episode, the soft lunch of um some dude, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say Pink Print is her best album? The Pink Print is her best work overall. Better than Why? Pink Friday. Better than Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded. The Pink Print and the album she just put out. The Queen. You see, you probably didn't listen to that one either. See, yeah, I no. can't. See, I can't. I can't. 
I can't have this debate with you if you haven't no, listened to the debate. actual debate. No, it's I not can't. a debate because you're going to win this debate all day long. I, like I said, my immaturity and my misogynistic ears was not going to allow me to listen to that shit. See, but I want you to tell me why you believe Pink Print is her best work. Her best work because it had the the I, overall out of the the whole album. You know what I'm saying? The whole album had her best records on there. It had her best records on there. She had the Beyonce record on there, which was you know what I'm saying that was an underappreciated radio record. Like they really didn't like it was a good. The video was great. You know what I'm saying? The song was great, but as far as like radio push and like you know the clubs. I feel like that was an underappreciated song. That song should have been bigger than what it was. But at the end of the day, though, I think that was the album where she kind of got out of the shadow. Uh, she was, uh, what you call it, was writing for her. Safari, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, everybody going to run with that rumor that Safari was writing for her. You know what okay. I'm saying? But we don't really know. But I think that's the album when she stopped messing with dude. You know what I'm saying? She started rocking with Meek Mill around that time when that album came out. And this is, I think, when we saw her grow as a lyricist. Because the album previously to that, she did like half rap, half pop, and she got ate up for it. So I think this was the album where we knew that I, Nikki Hill, she on that rapping shit. And it still was underappreciated. You want to know why Nikki's music is underappreciated though? Tell me why. Because, look, the thing with Nicki Minaj is she's, she's on social media and she's, she's so worried about sales and views and everything like that you know what i'm saying so she does too much on social media and she just at this point i think around that time when she stopped messing with meek mill that's when the fans kind of like removed themselves from her the hardcore fans the ones that was rocking with mixtape nikki them the ones that forgot because people didn't forgot that mixtape nikki was above everybody when it came to that rapping shit and I so agree. you know what I'm saying? So because you know, and, and, and I think at, the, at that when so Nikki get on social media and she just get she she looking at comments and about what people saying and then like she just she take that shit to the heart, Joe. It, it just affects her, and people don't people don't rock with that. So look, we're gonna we're gonna have to delve into a deeper conversation about my misogynistic ears. I hear it in Mike's tone where he's shocked. And maybe appalled at me for not giving women a chance. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, I gave Rhapsody a chance, and that shit was fine. Yeah, and because I think at the end of the day, because you knew what Rhapsody wasn't going to be talking about, I think Thank that's you. where. You, so what? 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 Why do you like Megan then? <laughs> so that's what I'm, so. because. And, but see, here's why I like Megan, right? Because Megan switched the shit up on all of us. Mm-hmm. I think. I'll tell you this. The, the best music I like is introspective shit. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I like, I like the misogynistic shit. I like the, I like the, like, I like the shit with people talking they shit, fucking hoes and all that shit. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. I've wrote many of songs where I, I have, I have slapped people, choked people and fucked they bitch. You know my email. I need you to send those to me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think Cam got him. I bet. Um, but Megan switches that on us, and Megan switching it switches it on us. I think in a way that I fuck with it best because Megan reminds me of a female Pimp C. Okay. And while Pimp C wasn't the best lyricist, like you're not gonna be look, listening to Pimp C for his lyrics. You don't listen to his swag, his aura. The way he talk his shit. I like how Megan talks her shit. 
And to me, it just seems honest. Like, when I met her, and I was just like, okay, all right. Now, this is before I listened to anything Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. So, Megan did a show here in March. I'm not going to sit and say that I, I'm a day one Megan Thee Stallion friend. Let me tell you how I begin to appreciate Megan Thee Stallion, because mm-hmm. this is how I appreciate a lot of music. So, we did a show um, with Megan Thee Stallion, Sweetie, and Light Skin Keisha. And Sweetie was the headliner, and Megan was the opener. Mm-hmm. So we do an interview with her, and I see how all of the women in the room are in love with Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Now, I am too, because she about my height, nice ass, thighs on point. Indeed. Bad. And she barely had any makeup on, and I was like, yo, she, she looks like the chick that you tried to scoop up around the crib. Mm-hmm. But she had a drug dealing boyfriend. So you was like, all right, well, she's just my next door neighbor. I'm going to wait till a nigga slip. So we talk, and I'm like, yo, she really legit dope. Dope. Like, good. So then she performs. Now, I was downstairs editing some video up of the interviews, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go upstairs, and I'm going to watch Megan Thee Stallion. Nigga. When I say she killed it, she had 10 minutes, and motherfuckers was like, yo, what the fuck? That's it? They chanted her name to come back. <clears throat> like, legit, Megan, Megan, Megan. I ain't never seen that shit, my nigga. And I remember seeing Chance back when he came, started, and I was like, yo, this nigga, I knew this nigga was going to be big because his stage performance. Mm-hmm. I remember going to an event and seeing uh, Travis Scott perform. And this nigga, like, climbed on one of the poles and shit, and everybody was like, yo, this nigga lit. I knew that nigga was going to be big because of his performance. Mm-hmm. I went downstairs, and the record rep from 300 was downstairs. And I say, yo, hey, I, I, it's my first time listening to Megan Thee Stallion, nigga, but you got a style on your hands. That nigga called Kevin Lyles. Mm-hmm. That nigga called Kevin Lyles. Historic, legendary promotions, and our man, vice president of Def Jam, now runs 300. He calls that nigga and he tells me to tell Kevin Lyles exactly what I said. I said, nigga, y'all got a star on y'all hands. Mm-hmm. Like she's, she's going to quickly be one of the next big stars, female stars in rap. And he was like, "That's the shit that I need to hear." When I saw that shit. That made me want to go pay attention. And the fucked up thing is, is I'm in the text group and niggas was sending me up freestyles and I ain't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Why did not I pay attention to it? Because I was like, oh, it's probably just going to be another female rapping about dick and shit. And yeah, she was. <laughs> but after seeing her performance, it made me think of her in a different light. And okay. I think if most people, even with Nicki Minaj, I should have took that. I should have took that same shit with Nicki. But the only reason why I didn't take that shit with Nikki because I was younger and my ears was more misogynistic. Now I'm a older, I'm 37 years old. My ears is different than it was 10, 15 years ago. So okay. while she's talking about that same shit, because I saw her perform and because I saw how the people reacted to her, like mm-hmm. it was two gay niggas fighting in the crowd while she was performing. So you pretty much... I was like, saw, so, so you pretty much saw Megan perform, and then you knew. You just, she I just knew had it. that. She got that it factor. Nigga, that it factor. And I filmed her ass. 
Cause she came over to my area and she 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 popped her ass in front of my camera phone. And I was trying to put this shit for social media from a station and shit. Mm-hmm. But I just sent it to my niggas and I put it on social. I'm like, I don't y'all think, niggas I don't gonna think you, appreciate that shit. I don't think you sent that to me. I put it on social media though. I put it on my Facebook page. Right, I put it on Instagram too. Alright, I go back. And, and I'm married, so I ain't really trying to, you know, I don't want to get you. shot. But but I took a prime picture with Megan and everything. The <clears> thing <throat> is, is because because of that day, I can listen to Megan Thee Stallion a lot differently than I would have before that. If I never see her perform, I'm probably not listening to Megan Thee Stallion either. Mm-hmm. Now, flip side, I interviewed Rhapsody. I talked to Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. I remember telling Rhapsody during the interview and outside after the interview, what's going to happen when you get nominated for a Grammy? And she was like, ah... I don't think that's going to happen for the politics and shit. And I was like, nah, nigga, I don't give a fuck about that shit. You signed the Rock Nation now. You're part of the politics. Mm-hmm. You're getting nominated for a Grammy. Matter of fact, let me talk my shit real quick. I told Rhapsody she was getting nominated for a Grammy the next year. Um, and she did. The next year, I told J-Rock he was getting nominated for a Grammy. He ended up getting nominated for a Grammy. Hey, I'm going to talk my shit real quick because, you know, bang be knowing. Bang Bye. be knowing. Bang be knowing. Um, but but and 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 I'm saying that about Megan Thee Stallion, but I could say this shit about any other artist too. Like if if I know your story, it's easier for me to fuck with your music because now I know your story. I've talked to you personally probably, or it's easy for me just to give it a chance and still not like your shit. But I'm gonna give it a chance. I think that's, that's what you need to start maturity. doing a little more. I think I think that, I think that's what you need to start doing a little. I'm more. I'm just not gonna do that with logic. So. <laughs> I, I, Alright, so <laughs> this is the one that I really wanted to get to um, as we about 40 minutes into the soft launch of some dude, right? Indeed. Rappers you think are overrated yeah, we gonna and you this said one. this is always and forever will be. J Electronica and Andre 3000. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, to, to, be, to be fair, I'm not going to shit on this, ladies and gentlemen, because I agree. I think we agree, agree for different reasons, but I think we need to express in this form, especially since we're not going to debate each other and tell each other why we wrong. We need to get it off our chest why Jay Electronica and Andre 3000 are some of the most overrated rappers that you'll get. Not saying that they whack, because they ain't. Overrated does not mean whack. I need y'all to understand that. Matter yes. of fact, let me read to you guys the definition of overrated take your time we got plenty of it yes to have a higher opinion of someone or something that is deserved Mm -hmm. doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they whack it just means Mm -hmm. y'all niggas put them on the pedestal and they don't need to be on the pedestal they could be standing up with everybody else Mm -hmm. them niggas don't need to be on the pedestal I'll let you go about Andre 3000 Alright, this is my take on Andre 3000. Right? And I'm, it's pretty much plain and simple, and I kind of don't understand why this guy gets the greatest amount of praise that he gets. The man puts out one guest verse a year. You, it, it, whatever lucky artist is, you know, lucky enough to get Andre 3000 on a verse, nine times out of ten, yeah, he kills it. But the wow effect of it is because, okay, we haven't heard anything from Andre 3000 in so long. It's so great. Yes, yes. He killed it. 
All right, that's cool. But how are we giving this guy? People people think that Andre 3000 is like top five all time. Based off what? Are we basing this off records that he's made alongside Big Boy? We really don't know what Andre 3000 is because he has no solo projects. Nothing. I mean, we can't count the love below. Was it really? Was he even rapping on the love below? Was no. it like singing? No. Oh, exactly. His his actual chance to make a solo record, he was harmonizing. Oh, we ain't. I'm not. We not rocking with that. We we definitely not rocking with that right now. Okay. Andre 3000 at this point is an overrated rapper. Until as a matter of fact, it don't even matter if he does put out a solo record and it's top five of all time. He's still gonna be overrated. Right? Andre 3000 does not have enough content to be that guy in a top five discussion. Period. Right? And that's just my take on it. I, I and it ain't really it, it really don't get more direct than that. Like I don't understand. Like so, what's your take on it, Bang? How, how do you feel? Similar. I believe that. Um, I believe that his career is incomplete, and Very I incomplete. want to explain this. And I'm going to explain it in this way. In in the history of hip hop, groups have all like members of groups have always put out solo albums, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the reasons why is because when you are looked at to be in a like one of the best of all time or whatever, people applaud you. You have to show your greatness by putting out a solo. Mm-hmm. Um, cool Mo D was in the group, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Dropped a solo album. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not gonna give out a full history. I'm just giving out certain people. So '80s, Cool Mo D solo album. Run from Run DMC eventually did one, but it was older. Um, in the '90s, Prodigy. When Prodigy hit his zenith. Mm-hmm. After Murder Music, niggas was like, yo, he got to come out with a solo album. People don't think about that Quiet Storm mm-hmm. was just him, not the remix. Mm-hmm. We talking about just, you talking about the, the single. Him in, like, I think he was dodging, like, bombs or some shit. Mm-hmm. That was just him. So when we heard Quiet Storm on the murder music, and it's just P with Havoc on the hook. But when it's just P, we like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. P rapping. He's one of the best lyricists in the game. He drops a solo to prove it. HNIC is, is one of the doper solo albums of the 2000s. But the 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 the, the groundwork comes from murder music mm-hmm. and in and, and all the other solos I mean other albums excuse me but murder music made us want a prodigy solo uh, what about Jadakus Jadakus when 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 we start hearing the locks we needed a Jadakus solo mm-hmm. we got it right got it but we also got a Styles P and the Sheik album too yep and Quiet is Kept, Alone in the Street is top five, one of my favorite songs of all time. And that's from Styles P. Okay. We could go on and on and on and on and on about artists that was in groups that did solos. Took, and, they, and it was a proven ground. 
Because if that shit was going to be huff, you was going to be back in that group. I give you a perfect example. Migos all dropped solos. And when the Migos dropped the album, everybody was positioning Quavo as the Shawn Michaels of the group. Okay. Why? 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 Offset. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. Stop. Okay, hold on. Wait. Oh, so Shawn Michaels of the group, meaning that he's the the best one. He's, right. So to explain that for those who watch wrestling, um, shouts out the first black champ. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's a there's a a saying of Shawn Michaels because Shawn Michaels ended up becoming the greatest of all time, and Marty Jannetty out here fucking teenagers and doing cocaine. <laughs> um, um, so when somebody say to Shawn Michaels, that means that they was gonna they was gonna leave the group and be the biggest ever, there or one go. of the biggest ever. Whereas Marty Jannetty, you're basically gonna be put, put to the wayside. Like, mm-hmm. all right, nigga, whatever. Um, so motherfuckers was positioning Quavo to be Shawn Michaels and take off. Uh, Offset, you just gonna fuck Cardi and take off is just gonna, yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of and, people think that takeoff is the best. Uh, best one in the group. That pro- yeah, there you go. But what happened with Quavo album? We we was like, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. And then Takeoff released this album. We was like, ah, that ain't it. I don't even remember Takeoff's release. Baby. I don't remember it either. I don't remember not one song off that bitch. Uh, yeah. um, and then Offset, he released his, and everybody was like, oh, he's mature. We don't listen to that shit. So back to being a group again. <laughs> that shit gonna happen. But so, but 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 in in Offset's defense, out of the three that put out a record, it was the best a, one. It was the I, it, it, it was the best one. And on top of that, he has a he had a decent little record, the clout yeah. record. The clout record saved him actually. Yeah, to me, Offset solo was the best one by far. Mm-hmm. But y'all bet as a group, so get back together. Boom. Indeed. So. That was Andre three th- like the Andre three th- Andre three thousand and Big Boy are the rockers, Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. and Marty Jannetty, mm-hmm. and everybody was expecting three K to be Shawn Michaels, but he never released a solo. Matter of fact, he has said that you no, know, he's been on record as saying that you know he ain't really want to put out a solo because he was scared to, like if it's whack, what do people think is whack? What? Yeah. I think at this point, dude, like, you know, and you know that these these hip-hop fans are out here praising you to be one of the GOATs. Why would you be scared to think that a solo album you put out would be whack? Now, that's that's now here, to me. So, so, nope, here's what it is. is Some people are just comfortable. I'm not saying that Andre 3000 is garbage because he ain't. I love Andre 3000. I just would never put him in my top five or top ten to top anything because Ever. I believe his career is incomplete. But I believe he can rap. But I also believe to prove shit, you got to come out with three three um, verses. And uh, mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. do a whole project by yourself. Mm-hmm. But you know who did that shit? And first time out came out with a critically acclaimed album? Big Boy. Uh, which one? The Sir Lush, the Sir yes. Left Foot. Yep. Yes. Indeed. Critically acclaimed album. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He, he dropped two. He dropped and two he albums. Did the, and then he did the um the Purple you know All Stars joint. Matter of fact, I think Big Boy got three solo albums. Yeah, he got three. Yeah. And he got the so and he got the um the the the, the All Stars, the Purple Ribbon All Stars. Mm-hmm. So, and, and and Andre three and I don't agree with this, but Andre three throughout. Andre 3K has said that Big Boy is the best person in the group. 
<laughs> He's done everything to tell y'all niggas that he ain't dropping no solos. And to me. And that's a shame. And one, that's a shame. I think he's cheating his fans. Mm-hmm. But you make the art you want to make, so I ain't tripping on that. But I also believe in hip-hop, whether it's fair or not, when you in a group, when you get put on a pedestal, it's time to drop that solo. It don't mean that you can't come back in the group. Mean you can't. That don't mean you can't connect like Voltron mm-hmm. because it's happened in hip-hop. What I'm saying is, is that even for your creative juices, man, you got to drop that joint. And I think, honestly, I think the best time for them to, for it to happen was after Equimini for both of them. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. It eventually happened for Big Boy. It didn't happen for 3K. And because of that reason alone and because the history of hip-hop, when you separate yourself from the group, you put yourself in a position to become one of the greatest of all time. That's why I don't put Andre 3000 in that. And because of what you said, niggas be putting them, 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 them guest verses on a pedestal. It don't take much to make 16 bars go. It don't. You just got to focus on them 16, ladies and gentlemen. I challenge any nigga who be saying that shit about Andre 3000 to go rap right now. Go drop me three 16s and an eight bar hook. See how hard that shit is. Mm-hmm. That's why he don't get that to me. Now, we agree on that shit. Now, I really agree on J Electronica. So, I know you be shitting on J Electronica. So, we might end up making this a segment. But we got to shit on somebody in love. But go ahead. Talk your shit about J Elect. J Elect, I... Like I think it's just like I said, it's 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 the wow factor, you know. It's the wow factor. Everybody was so wowed by Exhibit C. Exhibit C was awesome. It's great. All right, cool. Exhibit C dropped. All right, cool. He signed a Rock Nation. All right, that's big. All right, cool. He signed a Rock Nation. Jay got him. The man announces the solo album is coming. Cool. Where that solo album at, dog? He dropped. Then he does the. Then he does the. the we made it. The the, the Soldier Boy put out. Soldier Boy and Drake put out the We Made It. I right? everybody going crazy. Everybody drop freestyles over it. Him and Jay get on it together. They go crazy. I right, now we know the solo album coming. It gotta be coming. He rapping now. He you know he put out a freestyle with Ho. Blah blah blah. And then I think he put out another um another joint. Shiny Suit Theory with Jay. Alright, we know the solo album's coming, guys. Yeah. And then we still dwelling off, you know what I'm saying, Exhibit C. Yeah, we know. It was fire. How, how long ago was that? That was about 10 years ago, right? When did I Exhibit so. C drop? Exhibit C dropped. I think it was 10 years ago. 10 it's the 10-year anniversary, ain't it? It might be. I got to, you know, like I said, on the next show, we're going to have notes in front of us. We're going to be a yeah. little bit more prepared. But you know what I'm saying? Anyway, Exhibit C dropped 10 years ago. He signed a Rock Nation. Yeah. Nine, years eight ago. years ago. And we in we in 2019, about to be in 2020, and we have still yet got that solo album from Jay Electronica. So uh, Jay Electronica and Andre 3000 is more, is kind of in the same boat. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Jay Electronica really ain't that great of a fucking rapper in the first place. You know what I'm saying? If we just <laughs> gonna be all the way 100, it ain't even about the hype of him not dropping a solo album. I just don't really think he's that good of a rapper to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So 
no solo record that he's hyped us up about. How you first of all, how you sign a solo deal under Hove, but you have no album? That that's the most shelved album besides Detox of all time. It's got to be Jay Electronica's album, the one that we're probably gonna never get. And if we do get it, I don't really think we're gonna give a fuck. So at the end of the day, that's why Jay Electronica and Andre 3K are overrated in my opinion. That's so just you want me. you want to know my favorite Jay Electronica moment? Go ahead. Hi. Right, so it was at A3C. This was a couple of years ago, right? And I mm-hmm. never, I can't remember who it was, but they announced that Jay Electronica was gonna perform, right? And mm-hmm. that nigga was excited. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, man! Jay Electronica about to perform, and me and Cam sat back and we was like, Nah, we ain't going over to that shit. What are you gonna do? Perform one song and that's it? And look, check this out. And, and I'm glad you said that because I went to New York and I saw Jay do the B side show, the first B side show. Yeah. And he and he brought out Jay Electronica. And they did. And you know what? You know what they did? The song they did was "We Made It." That's what they did. Okay. That's the song they did. So and people went crazy over it. But at the end of the day, like like you said, what are you really gonna get out of a Jay Electronica performance? Who would be dumb enough to book a Jay Electronica performance? But go ahead, finish the story. <laughs> I, so they was excited, man, and, and we want to we want to shit on their excitement, but we was like just nah, we just like nah, we gonna sit back, we good, we we over here, mm-hmm. and they came back like like thirty minutes later, and, and they came back and them niggas was disappointed. <laughs> them niggas was like damn. I ran over that for that shit. Indeed. I, I, I was know. like, I was like, oh, what happened? It was not to your liking? And it wasn't. It, it, it just wasn't. It was not to their liking. They felt disappointed. They felt had. They, they felt like, they felt like somebody took the motherfucking rug up, rug from underneath their feet. It's like, fuck. I mean, what am I going to do? Because Jay Electronica ain't as good as I thought he was. Now, mm-hmm. the best part about that is it was a live performance. Mm-hmm. Now, I explained earlier how Megan Thee Stallion caught me because of her, la- her live performance. Mm-hmm. And also, she and to let y'all know, she wasn't rapping over no vocals either. Mm-hmm. That's, she was, that's very key. <laughs> To perform and see, Megan got it early. See, that's how you know when people got the F factor. They, they, she, she, she already. She's a student. I think she's a student. Yeah, that's, that's one of those people that's a student of the game. But go ahead, man. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you this too. Not only, not only, right? Did she didn't rap over her vocals? Um, she actually cried early in that day because her mom was sick. Mm-hmm. Turns out, you know, the mom had ended up passing and shit. But she had done an interview with our station in Baltimore. And one of the jocks brought up her moms. Mm-hmm. And she got to crying and shit. So we didn't know what we was gonna expect know what we was gonna expect anyway. And what we end up getting is she killed it. Now, um I, I looked at that performance and, and it grabbed me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't shit that grabbed motherfuckers at that J Electronica performance. <laughs> and I knew it wasn't gonna be. So me and Cam, we didn't walk our ass over there. We didn't. You know what we did? We stayed there and we waited. So, 
With that being said, I ain't really got nothing to say about your electronica until he drop a project. A full-length project that I can listen to. Because even the little like mixtapes are like three songs that people throw out that got like every exhibit on that bitch. I'd be like, all right, cool. Now, before we start to wrap things up, um, to tell you what we're gonna be doing here. Um, I'm just gonna give out my list real quick. And 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 my list, if anybody knows me, is is simple as hell. I believe that Kendrick while Kendrick Lamar is overrated, he's my current favorite rapper. Man, please, please just explain it to me right now. I need the, I need explanation on this. So first of all, overrated does not mean whack. Overrated just means that you're at a pedestal where I think you just need to, that I don't think you should be at. And while I believe that Kendrick Lamar is the best rapper alive right now, I don't believe he's one of the greatest rapper, rappers of all time. I don't believe that he's top five dead or alive. I don't believe none of that shit. Furthermore, I'm not as big as a fan of Damn as everybody else. Mm -hmm. I like songs on there, but as a project, I don't like the full project. Mm -hmm. My favorite project from him, though, is To Pimp a Butterfly. Mm -hmm. And how much, of a, how much a dollar cost is my favorite rap song in the last 10 years. Mm. So, so, so you see how I did that, Mike? It's that's yeah, you up and down. That's up and down to me. You, I'm you, not you, the biggest damn fan at all. But Section 80, Good Kid Mad City, To Pimp a Butterf Butterfly, you can't shit on those albums. Three out of four ain't bad. And you can still be my favorite. I just think niggas, I think what damn is is a liter a literary work. It works better as a literary work reading it than it is sonically. As the people use that shit as an album mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Where I believe it's a good album is not the album that people put it up. But it does have, you know, of course, DNA and Humble and a couple of other songs. But the album as a whole, I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah, I'm I got a hot take, too. I got, I, I got a real hot take about that album. Okay, uh, so we're we going we gonna to do that at the end. <laughs> we gonna, okay, so, go ahead. Because I'm going to explain how we're going to do this. Because I ain't even told you how I want this to go. This right, is the so ask, this this is the essence of like why I'm doing how we doing because Mike also knows that sometimes Mike be lazy and shit. So you got to kind of force shit on Mike. We back. We back though. There we, we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. So I said that Megan Stallion is my most underrated MC right now. I explained that. Why? Because I think more people look at her ass and her titties more than they listen to the raps. But I think she be out here rapping and she mm -hmm. rap like these niggas do. And mm -hmm. I think in time people will get it. I understand your point that the body of work. So we ain't tripping on that. I understand that. Currently, Kendrick Lamar is my favorite rapper. Secret rap, like rapper I secretly listen to, I'm grown. I'm not keeping no secrets about shit. We really shit. like, uh, I don't get that question either. Like. I don't get that question at all. Like rapper you see, I, I like listening to 21 Savage. Nigga, listen to 21 Savage. Fuck you mean. Right. Um, my favorite rapper of all time is Benny Siegel. Anybody that knows me, Benny Siegel is my favorite rapper of all time, period. Not mad, not mad at that. Um, and Jay-Z is the GOAT. And I really don't care if y'all disagree, but as long as you know that, we good. Now, um, with that being said, um, you had you had questions on my Kendrick Lamar shit. Um, I mean, safe to say, we good from that? Oh, I think we good from that. Oh, I think I don't right. disagree with. Yeah, I think we're good. All right, cool. So, about hour into the first episode of some dude. Um, so 
um, just to break everybody down on what to expect from this. So first off, um, shouts out to my man, Mike B. Uh, when I was thinking about this podcast, I was looking around to see who I can grab for this. And Mike has done a lot in the industry. And I be getting on Mike because I believe that Mike should be doing more. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to pull Mike. I'm going to create this joint. We're going to make some good out of it, and we're going to make this fun. And it's not just going to be about hip-hop, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be about hip-hop and sports, too. So I don't want you to listen to this shit and be like, it's just going to be a hip-hop podcast because it's not just going to be a hip-hop podcast. This is going to be hip-hop. It's going to be sports. It's going to be life. Movies and shit. Might be looking at movies and shit. You might got a hot take on a movie, and you might have a hot take, too. All right? So... Anytime y'all got a hot take or whatever, just hashtag some dude with y'all hot take. And we might go over that shit on the show. So just because we're on the show, that don't mean we going to be one of the dudes. That shit might be any one of y'all that got a dumbass hot take or interesting hot take. It might be some shit on TV. might be some shit on ESPN. It might be some shit on FS1. It might be some dumbass Ryan Holland shit. Like, for example, I saw a hot take today. And they tried to throw the unpopular opinion on it, but said that um, Jeremy Lin should be in the Hall of Fame if y'all means in there. What? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, we gonna, we, all right, we're going to write that down. We're going to get to that one on the next show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Uh, what are we doing here? But anyway. So this this is straight gonna be about hot takes around anything and everything. And then we're gonna end the show with our own personal hot take to leave y'all mad with. So we just gonna say this shit. We not gonna stop. We not gonna debate it. But we're gonna start the show with a hot take. And we're gonna end the show with a hot take to get y'all motherfuckers talking about the shit. So I'm going to go first with my hot take, and I'm going to let Mike end it up. All right, go ahead. My hot take is this, and it's going to make you mad. My hot take is that the Dallas Cowboys oh, is going shit. to – The Dallas Cowboys is going to ruin the next three years. What? If they pay – Dak Prescott and not Ezekiel Elliott. Oh my God! All right, can't, you fit. Wait, can't debate. I, it. I, I guess that's. Oh my God! All right, we're talking about that on the next show. Then. All right, look, I'm just gonna <laughs> give. You, we're gonna talk, next, that's the next show. That's. Oh yeah, that's gonna be the first topic on the next show. They gonna ruin it, man. But go ahead. What's yours? All right, look, man. You was talking about the Kendrick Lamar damn album, and like you yeah. said, you felt like that album to you. Wasn't really, you know what I'm saying, sonically great as, you know, his first three projects before that. And that's perfectly, and I'm, and I'm with you on that too. I actually like the damn album. But my hot take on that album is, that joint with him and Rihanna, fucking terrible. <laughs> that's it. That's my hot take. Because everybody loves that damn song. And that's that's like, my, gotta be, that's got, that, might be, that might be one of the worst Kendrick Lamar songs ever. And I said what I said. All right. It is what it is. 
So, man, that's how we ended it off, man. So, hey, make sure you follow. What's, what's your socials, man? Get that. Let's get it people with the following all that shit. All right, man. At Twitter and Instagram, at Mike B underscore CHR. That's on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook, y'all, you know my name, man. I'm not going to give y'all my full name on Facebook. No, just, no, you ain't got to do that Facebook shit. Just, but Insta- just, follow, Instagram. just follow Cool Hype Radio. Um, exactly. There you go. And follow me on everything, JR Bang and Bang Be Knowing. Follow me on Instagram at Bang Be Knowing because a lot of these hot takes that I'm be throwing out is going to start that too. Um, again, remember, we're basing this show off of your hot takes. We're basing this show off the industry's hot takes. We're basing this shit off of some of the crazy shit that we see on TV. But some of the more introspective and, and questionable hot takes that get everybody going. All right, man. So for JR, for for Cam, I mean, look at me for Cam quotes. He so do so many podcasts, <laughs> man. Right. I'm so used to doing first black chap. This is the second one. But for hey, Mike so, B- hey, hey, hey hold ahead. on, let me to cut you off. Is this is since I'm I'm locked in and I'm 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 loaded now. You know what I'm saying? I could I could get a, a first black champ invite, right? Oh yeah, you can. I, I need to get on there with y'all real quick, man, because y'all be wilding. You know, you know, I know I'm one of the big wrestling fans. We in a, too, we so be we wilding in a good way though, Mike. My shit, yeah, man. Right. You know. I, some of the shit y'all be talking about be boring me though, man. What? Y'all know how y'all be making me mad, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I disagree with a lot of stuff y'all be saying, so I need an invite on First Black Champ. Okay. So we gonna talk about it, but we'll get to I, that another day. We we'll get to that. I, another can time. we get to that another day, man? Before <laughs> <laughs> for my man Mike be the cool, cool hype radio is Jr. Bang and this thing signing off. It's Indeed, some dude hey, podcast. Hey, Bang, I appreciate you for bringing me out the trenches. All right, we back now, nah, man. We back now, peace. Lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.